welcome. Back in Misilati Shalim, Path Adjust by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato. We talked about last time the idea of vigilance, zihirut, being careful, being watchful. Now we're going to explain different aspects of what really is being careful, being watchful. What can you do? What are the steps that you can take? If one wants to look inside himself and see what he's doing and making sure he's monitoring what he's doing, he has two things he needs to check. The first one, First idea of being careful, what is the good that he should, the, the true good, not the, the fake good, the true good that a person should choose and the evil that a person should run away from, the true evil that a person should run away from. So the first idea, what is the true good that he should uh, cleave to and choose? And what is the, the true bad, the true evil that he should run away from? The second idea, The second aspect of being careful, look at your actions, and are your actions good or bad? So we have two steps here. First, we understand what is true good, what is true bad? What should he stick with and what should he leave? Two different categories. Now the second step is seeing, is his actions good or bad? Based on what he just assumed. Based on the idea that we just made. What is true good, what is true bad? Now we understand, are my actions good or really bad? So those are the two steps of being careful. Now we're going to go into this second idea of the actions. So when you're looking at your actions, you can do it while you're doing the actions and while you're not doing the actions, right? When you're going through your day and you're not really doing anything, you know, I, I don't know if I really should have cut that guy off. He looked like he was having a really bad day. You know, these kinds of things. What are these actions that you're doing? Maybe something worse, chas v'shalom, but it's just an example. During both times, during the action and not during the action. While he's doing the action, the deed, he shouldn't do anything without first weighing it. He's using like a scale, weighing it on the scale of these two ideals that we just put, true good and true bad. So when you're doing an action, he's saying, while you're doing it or before, right before you do it, is what I'm about to do good or bad? Always go back to those two ideas. Is what I'm about to do good or bad? Now what about when you're not doing an action? What should you be doing? When you're not doing the action, he should uh, remember all his past actions, all his past deeds, and whatever he did, and he should also weigh them on this scale to see if they were good or bad. Why should he look at the past and see if what he did was good or bad? It's in the past, right? No, not right. To look what is wrong with the things that I did in the past. How can I change myself to make sure that I don't do these wrong things again? And what are the good things that I have that I should keep doing them and I should improve on these good things? And if you find that some of your actions were bad, he should then really understand what he was doing that was wrong and, and understand and investigate what were these actions that he did. And 
what should he do next time? What should he do to, in order to, to run away, to, to escape from this evil and to purify himself from it? And so the, the, the sages explained in a Braita in Maseret Eruvin, it would have been, this is a very interesting line, it would have been more pleasant, I don't know for who, but it would have been more pleasant for a person not to be created than to be created. A person, it would have been better for a person not to be created than to be created. Think about that. That's very big. But he really is created now. I mean, we're here. So what now? Okay, fine. It's better that a person should not be created, but there are people. So what should a person be doing? But now that he's created, he should he should search his deeds, search his actions, look at his actions. And in that Braita, it says that some people say it's not that he should search, but he should feel around at his actions. He should like touch them. It's like, whoa, what am I doing? So he's the Ramchal, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, is going to understand that why did the Braita say that there were two meanings, two different ways that you could go with Yipashpesh to, to search and Yimashmesh to feel around. He says that these two explanations, these two different versions of the Braita, are very, very beneficial. So, what is it? You have searching one's actions. When you're searching your actions, you're searching your actions, and, and not just the good and the bad, not just the bad, you're looking for everything. Everything. All the actions that you've ever done. What, what were you doing? Understand them. Why were you doing them? Where were you coming from? And whatever I did in the past, were they wrong? Okay, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe that's true. So maybe I have to change. I probably should change. That these things that he did wrong in the, in the past aren't going by the, uh, the statute, the commandments, the laws that the Creator set forth. Because all these actions he should totally eliminate from the world. So that was searching. Searching was searching the, the, the general actions that you do. But what is mishmush? What is feeling around? What does that mean to feel around your... To, mishmush, so mishmush is based on the word touch. To, to touch, to touch around. So what does it mean to, to feel your actions? How does that make sense? Mishmush, feeling around your actions is looking even in your good deeds. So a person gives staka. How does he feel about giving staka? Does he feel, wow, I gave staka today. I gave $300 today to someone who really needed it. Is he important now? Yes, he feels kavod, he feels honor. So is that good or bad? It's bad. He shouldn't have the honor. Who is he? Who is he compared to the Creator? So we want to look in every action that we do, even in the good ones. This is what mishmush is. This is what feeling around your actions is. That's what it is. Looking into your good actions and seeing maybe there's something that's not good there. Searching in your good actions. Maybe in this good action that I did, there's a certain corner, a certain spot that I missed that was actually not great. Or, or a, a bad part that I have to remove and burn and eliminate from the world. 
So what does it mean to feel around your deeds? He brings a metaphor. When you're looking for clothes, you're buying clothes, what do you do to the clothes? You touch them, right? You're going to see good material, nice leather. Wow, it's beautiful. Is it strong? Is it, is it stretchy? Is it flexible? What is it made of, right? So it's the same thing here. To see if it's good and strong, weak and, and, and terrible. And This is how we should look at his actions. What are they made of? What are my actions made of? Are my actions good? Are they, are they strong? Are they according to the laws of the Creator? Or are they totally evil and totally weak and totally against everything the Creator set forth? He should look at everything he's doing with the most, uh, how should I explain it? The best investigation he can to look at his actions. What am I doing to my life? What am I doing in my life? How should I change? And with that, he can finally become clean. Spiritually and physically, you become clean. So he's saying the basic, uh, the, the, the sum, the summary of, of the whole thing. He should, he should analyze everything that he's doing. And, and make sure he checks in on everything that he's doing, on, his, on all his actions. That he shouldn't become accustomed to doing something wrong. He shouldn't have a habit that he might be doing something wrong. And even more so when it comes to a sin. So we, won't, we don't want to be doing a sin that becomes a habit. Or a habit that becomes a sin. Right? We don't want those two coming together that we become uh, just used to doing sins. That's, like, that's totally not good for you. It's, it's, it's terrible for your soul. So then the Ramchal goes on. V'nini ro'et tzorech la'adam sh'yeh medaktek v'shokel d'rachav d'var yom biyomo. The Ramchal says that there's a need for a person to look every single day on his actions. Not every week, not every month, not uh, whatever it is, once a year. Every single day. Like the merchants who go and make sure that their connections are good, their business is good, their products are good. They check every day. Like just a person who sells something, he has to make sure, are these diamonds good? Are they cut clean? Or is the store clean? Should I make sure that they have uh, the customer coming in today? Right? Everything that he's doing, it should be just with his actions too. So that his... Uh, actions will not break down as in he, he won't just do something great for a day and then the next day you know it's like a person who says he's going on a diet New Year's Eve yes we all do that so what about doing the whole diet for the whole year what's the real effort there there's no effort there you're, do, you're promising something that's not going to happen so what you're supposed to do is have every single day look into yourself what are you doing? What are your actions? Are they good? Are they bad? And he should make sure he has set times. He set every single day a certain time so that uh, it doesn't become it doesn't become uh, uh, temporary or it's, you know, I do it every now and again, you know. It's, it's nice. I like to do it. It's cool. But it's not cool. This is, this is your soul you're talking about. You have to be very, very vigilant, very with hazara, with, with vigilance and carefulness. Ella bigviut gadol with permanence and, and, and uh, consistency. Kirava toladahu. Because there's, there's 
great benefits in having this kind of routine. The sages uh, explain to us that we, we need this sort of uh, calculation in our lives. And this is what the sages say in Bava Batra. On the Pasuk, Al Kenyumru Hamoshlim Bauchon. It says in Bamidbar. It says, regarding this, would the Moshlim say, Come unto Khashbon? So we in, in the Gemara in the Talmud, the sages uh, usually some not sometimes sometimes they, they would change the word in a certain way or add a certain letter so that they can actually say that it's a different meaning. It's teaching you a lesson, actually. So what is the lesson here? Al Moshlim that these people Moshlim with a vav, it becomes rulers, the people who control. So the people who, who are controlling over their evil inclination, it says, in their inclination, come, let's make a, a calculation, a accounting of the world. So let's make sure, what are we doing here? Are we doing something good or are we doing something bad? Have said mitzvah kineget tzchara, that the, uh, uh, the weighing of the loss of a mitzvah against the prophet of a mitzvah. What's the difference there? And a sin's prophet against the loss. We have to make sure, was what I'm doing good for me or is what I'm doing bad for me? This avirah, this sin that I'm about to do, is it good for me or bad for me? So this, of ruling over your inclination, is true. It's, 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 it's true advice. It can't be uh, uh, given, and it can't be uh, uh, discerned whether it's true or not. Only by those who have already escaped this inclination. So when a person um, is trying to get out of this being blind, so you can only get advice from the people who've already overcome their inclination. How can you learn from another blind person if they also can't see? How can you get out with another blind out of this dark room with another blind person? If he's still imprisoned, Dramachal says, how, how can you see what the truth is? How do you know what's right? How do you know what's wrong? Only a person who's been through it can tell you what to do. And so he says, if you know, he's walking in the dark and his eyes don't see what's in front of him. So he says that this world is like darkness. You're full of distractions, full of everything that makes you blind, that you don't really see what you're doing to yourself, to the world, spiritually, to your soul. And so we're going to discuss, the Ramchal says, what does it mean by in, in, in the Baba Metziah? The Baba Metziah, in, in, in the Gemara of Baba Metziah, it quotes the Tehilim Psalms, and that the world is darkness, and that once you create darkness, it becomes night, as in this world is really a world of darkness. So Ramchal wants to go in on this verse. To one who, who really understands it fully, it, it, it's very profound. Makes a mistake, 
עד שיראה לא עמוד כאילו הוא אדם, והאדם כאילו הוא עמוד. So what happens at night time? Like pitch black, no lights. In the middle of the desert, let's say there's no lights there. So in, in the city you can see, because there's lampposts every block. So let's say you're going to a totally desolate place. There's no one there, and it's totally dark. Or there are people there, and this is what it, the metaphor he's talking about. Now what happens in the darkness? Two things happen, he's saying. First thing, it covers your eyes, and you can't see anything in front of you. You don't know what's in front of you. The second thing that happens, if you see something in front of you, it looks like something else. And if you see a person, he says it looks like a pillar. And if you see a pillar, it looks like a person. All the truth is mixed up in this darkness. So the first thing is that you, you can't see what's in front of you. The second thing is, the truth is, is sort of, it's blurred. So this is what he says. This is what physicality is to us. It's the darkness of the night. It's the darkness of the night to the mind's eyes, to the soul. What is, what is this world? What is this physicality? It makes him do two mistakes. The first mistake, He doesn't see what he's about to fall into when he's going through it on his path. The second mistake, Uh, so he's saying that the, the first mistake is that he's falling into these pits in the pitfalls literally and that he, he never even saw them he never even saw them coming and he's like a person a, a fool he says that a fool who's going very confidently as, uh, and then after he's going very confidently he suddenly falls and he doesn't even know what made him fall He wasn't even afraid of falling because he didn't know that he was going to fall. <laughs> the, the path of the wicked person is like uh, darkness and they don't know what they will stumble on. It says another verse in Mishlei that a, a wise person sees evil And he hides. He hides from this evil. But fools, the fools of life, they go on, they go past, they go into this darkness, and they're punished. And it says another pasuk in Mishlei, Uksil mitaber vuteach. A wise, uh, uh, a fool forges on, it says, that he keeps going and he's still confident. Kilibam barilahem keulam. So the Ramchal, he compares the hearts of, of these fools who are are so confident in what they're doing that no matter what happens, I'm not going to fail. They don't even see that they're failing. So their, their confidence, he compares it to these giant hallways. And they fall before even understanding that there was an obstacle. They can't even see the obstacle and they fall. Imagine there's such darkness, such physicality, is, is that, that's the distraction. So the first one is that they don't see what's in front of them. These, the people who go through life without understanding what they're doing, they don't see that they're falling. They don't see what they're doing to themselves. The second uh, error, the second uh, mistake, it's actually worse than the first mistake. When you see the evil, whatever you're doing, as something good for you. You see the sin as a mitzvah. You see something wrong, something evil as good. That's when it really becomes very, very bad. 
and, 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 and he sees the good as if it was bad. So he's seeing the, the, the bad as good and the good as bad. It's totally mixing up the truth, totally blurring the truth. This, this mistake is it's detrimental to a person. And through this, through this blurring of what is good and what is bad, and you don't know what is anymore, and then you totally confuse them. Good is bad and bad is good. Now what happens? What you think is good is really bad. So now you become this person who just keeps doing evil, and keeps doing evil, keeps doing sins. Because it's not enough that in, in being blind that they lack to see, they, they don't really see what's true and what's good. That to see the evil that's in front of them. That they actually found, they, they find their own proofs as to why these things that they're doing, they're actually good. It's evidence and proof that what they're doing is good for them. But they don't see that what they're doing is very, very bad for them. This is the biggest deception, the biggest evil, that, that wraps them, that, that totally envelops them, and they see that they're doing, they don't even see that they're doing wrong. Right? So the first step was that they don't know what they're about to fall into. The second step is once they start doing this evil and they become so used to doing this evil, they see evil as good and good as evil. So they just keep growing in this, in this terrible environment, terrible spiritual environment too. And this is the greatest evil, that it envelops them and brings them to uh, uh, the pit of destruction. Here there's a, it, literally, in the footnote it says, Genom, which is hell. It says in Yeshaya, in Isaiah, Hashmen leva amaze vaznavachbed veinav hasha pen. That this nation, amaze is, is making, its heart is, is becoming fat, its ears are becoming hard, and its eyes are closing. And you see that everything that's happening to a person before, like, that they totally don't understand what they're doing. They think that what they're doing is fine. They have so many proofs. They'll tell you, I'm happy. I'm, I'm good. I like what I'm doing. It's good for me. But they don't understand what they're doing is not. All this is because they're under this darkness. And they're under this rule of the Yetzirah, uh, the evil inclination. But these people who already came out of this trial, who already came out under the rule of the evil inclination, they really see the truth. They see what is good is good, and what is evil is evil. They don't mix them up. They see what's in front of them. And they're able to advise these people who are, who are going through the same thing. So the Machal brings an analogy, uh, uh, an allegory, an analogy, metaphor. What is it compared to? To a garden maze. So this garden is, is it's supposed to be for amusement, entertainment. And it's popular among the nobility, the noble people. And the, uh, the, the gardens are made with many, many walls. And between 
The walls, there's many different paths. Everything is, looks the same. And the goal is to reach the, the center part of the maze. But in truth, these paths, that even though these paths may look the same, they're not really the same because some are good paths, some lead to the center, right? This is a maze. So imagine... Um, you have a giant garden maze back of a huge castle, yes? You're trying to get to the middle of the garden, of the garden maze. And by getting to this garden maze, you have to use the right path. If you use the wrong path, you won't get anywhere. So if he's going on the right path, these paths, these, these paths, some are good to get to the middle. But some of these paths lead them away from the center and totally away from the goal. So walking through these paths, he doesn't know if he's in the right path or the wrong path. If he's inside the maze, how can you know where you are in the maze? Because everything looks the same. But if he, if he, unless he knows how to get through it, if he recognizes what the maze is like, there are certain tricks he can do to take and get to the center, to get to the goal. Because he's already been there. So what is this metaphor showing us? It's showing us that the people who have already overcome this inclination of being watchful, that make sure that they're always watching what they're doing. Am I doing good? Am I doing bad? Should I change? Should I improve? What should I be doing this moment? What should I be doing the next moment? Was I doing yesterday okay? The, these people have already been through the struggles. So the people who are during inside these struggles, they're the ones that can help. These people who have, are experienced and they, they've been through this, they can help the ones who are in these struggles, like you and me. Always be improving. So he goes on um, in the analogy, in the metaphor. So if one's already in the center, he sees all the different ways that a person can go through. You see the paths that actually the paths that actually lead him to the center. And he can tell which ones are good and which ones are bad. And he's able to tell the people who are in the maze, he's able to tell them and call out to them, this is the one you should take. And whoever wishes to trust him, he should he will reach his destination. But whoever doesn't want to trust the person who's already in the center, and he wants to trust his eyes and what he sees around him. Of course he's not going to reach anywhere. He's just going through the maze and everything is, looks the same. How are you going to reach to the center? It's, it's the, the, the goal, the middle point. How are you going to reach it if you don't have someone who's already been to the middle point, to the goal? This is exactly what we're talking about here. Whoever hasn't controlled over his evil inclination, he's inside this maze. 
He can't tell what is right from wrong, true from fake, and, and good from evil. But those who actually have the control, have this ruling over their inclination, they've already reached this pavilion, this, this center court. They've already overcome, they've already went through all these paths. And they've seen every single path there is to know and every single path there is to see. They can advise the people who want to hear. And they're the ones we have to trust. And so what is this, this real advice that these people who have been through and, and all this inclination that they've controlled, what do they tell us? Cheshbon says it quotes the pasuk that we had before the, the verse that we had that, that we had before come on to Cheshbon come and see the calculation the consideration the, the account the, the accounting of this world see what you're doing what are you doing in your deeds and your actions wearing our actions on these scales they've already tried they've already seen and they already know they've been through it all and they can help you. And this is the true path. To really reach the good that he's looking for. And any other thing, it's not possible to reach the real good without this. So Klalosh Odavar is going to summarize what we discussed in this chapter, chapter 3. Person should be always investigating, considering in his heart, in his mind, in his soul, what he's doing. And he should make sure he has. Uh, um, so he says, here. It's bidud is being alone and solitary. Put yourself aside. Take ten to fifteen minutes a day. Go in your room, wherever, wherever you can think over your day, or yesterday, or any anything that you want to look upon your actions and see what is good, what is bad. Just take time. Did I do good today? Maybe I did bad. I don't know. So that, that process, he says, you should do it excuse me, alone and, and set a certain time, a set time every single day. What's the true path according to the laws of the Torah? The person has to go through and then he can really look into his actions. If they're on this path, or not, so it will So by doing this, how much easier will it be to straighten your path, to make your path easier, to run away from evil and to destroy evil? Like it says in Mishlei, so weigh the literally weigh the course of your foot, and all of your ways will be proper. As in, see what you're going to do, or end what you did, and see what you can do about it. So let's search and, and, and examine and, and investigate and come back to Hashem, to the Creator. So what we want to do, we want to make sure we have time to ourselves to think, what am I doing? What's the real thing that I have to be doing? So just to... Summarize, there's two steps to this, two, two really main components to being careful, to being vigilant. One is to see what is good, what is bad. 
What is what? Be, find the truth, the real truth. True good and true bad. Once you have that, you can understand whatever you did and whatever you will do, what is good and what is bad. You can categorize them. See, what, what am I about to do? I really want to get angry at this person. He, he just he really makes me angry. Is it good? Is it bad? What will it do? What are, what are the consequences? So you just really have to look inside yourself and see what can we do about ourselves and how we can change. Thank you so much.